Travolting presents The Fraser's Edge. Hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Covering Son-in-Law. With special guest, Rebecca Johnson. And we're recording. This summer, spend some time with the duck, the pig, the cow, the weasel. Polly Shore is the son-in-law. All right. He's a relative nightmare. City boy. That is the poster to this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a picture of farm animals. It says, so this summer, spend some time with the duck, the pig, the cow, and then the weasel. But it's a picture of Polly Shore. Wow, that's disrespectful. Because it goes by the weasel. That is such a strange. It's one, right? Yeah, it's that one. Because like he right. like oh. does he remember an Encino man? They called him the Weasel. No, but the tagline for this movie is he's a relative nightmare. The Get the it? closeness Get to it. Encino man in this movie is not even like they don't even try to cover it up. Like there's like some sort of direct like this is in universe to Encino <laughs> man. It really is line between Encino man and this. Is this a sequel? Like it's not the same character it, for Polly. Isn't it? Because he has a different name. But like, why not just like, who? What was Polly Shore's character name in Encino Man? Uh, Jewel, um, Stony, Stony Brown. Went from Stony Brown to Crawl. Guys, did we really have to do that? Could we not have just called him Stony Brown? <laughs> yeah. It was just a well, reprisal this, of character. Is this a different studio? Um, so they probably may know. not have Let's... the rights, but they had the rights to the character the entire likeness right the of, entire likeness so in cinema man was, and yeah. man was disney as buena vista this is yeah this is also disney buena vista so what the so fuck yeah are we they doing? got really into paulie shore for a few years because like we're running this is the straight line this is the straight line we go encino man class act um are we talking paulie shore movie? we're talking paulie shore um class act he's just he's just a character and he's not the lead but has he responded in, to your message yet? He's not responded to my message. I'm really, well, we might have to text him again. Ah, uh, no! <laughs> it's Encino Man, class act, which he's just kind of in. So it's Encino Man's son-in-law in the army now, which is, oh, you know, coming up. I actually like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming up on in the army now. We'll be talking about it. And then after that, he does a goofy movie. And then oh. it's Jury Duty. And then it's Biodome. And I swear, oh, Biodome. I swear to God, though, like, Polly Shore only plays the same character every movie, so why didn't they just lean into it? They mm. should. Like you know? he could he could have been like made himself like the Mr. Bean, like I don't oh. know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just like the same old goof goofball yeah, yeah. that wanders into different movies and universes. Yeah, it could have been like, you know, oh the um like Pee Wee Herman yeah, or um, like, right. Chaplin's the Tramp, where it was a reprisal of character instead of instead of direct sequel. Do you think that would have like helped his career a little bit if they just leaned into like, listen, he plays the weasel in every. He movie. He plays the weasel in every movie. What the fuck do you expect from this guy? And the thing is, they still marketed this like he's playing the weasel in every movie, right? Um, so it's it's very it's very strange. Yeah, the Pauly Shore phenomenon. Uh, a short, bright burn that Becca is smiling incredibly at. <laughs> yeah, we okay. brought the original Polly Shore fan on for this episode. Okay, all right, all right. I need to clear the air because yes. there were some accusations made on this podcast. Atone that I for your hear. sins. <laughs> <laughs> Atone for my sins. I 
for the record, did not have a Polly Shore face. She 100% did. I, Come on. Get out. I didn't. I didn't. I just found him very funny in Encino Man and happened to watch Son-in-Law a lot as a kid. That is that not is equate, the recipe. That is not for a, a Polly Shore, Shore face. face. I'm just watching my two favorite people argue about it. So I'm just like, okay. That's like me being like, I watched Finding Nemo so much, I wore out the VHS as a kid, but I didn't have a Finding Nemo face. No, I had a Finding Nemo face. You had a Polly Shore face. And did I burn through a VHS tape of Son-in-Law? Did I say I that? I don't know. Did you? Did I? No. I won't be surprised. No. I, this was the first time I had ever seen Encino Man was well, during your podcast. Listen, guys, no one's under oath here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just found him very funny in Encino Man and also not as funny in Son-in-Law. I'm the opposite. This is where... No. Yeah, this yeah. is the... This oh, is the, I'll be interested to hear about this. I... um. So in Encino Man, I, it's just that I got him in like a smaller dose and I just, I'd rather have like full weasel or no weasel. I think he's better as a supporting character and I don't think that is earth shattering. (laughs) Mm, I don't know. I just like getting full weasel in this movie. I just sort of, (laughs) I was very, very quickly able to just like down my expectations and dial them into a more proper range. Cause like Encino man, it's like, you know, you start off with, uh, Sean, um, Aston. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, so we have like a relatively well balanced like character. And then yo dude, what's up? And I'm like, Oh God. And then it would take a break. I know that. What's poly speak. Give me the poly speak. is defined as like weird pauses. So Wait, we've talked about this. Let me bring up. There is a definition of poly. So you mean Ooh. like we're totally not catch up, catch up on the same page, dude. Right. Is that what it is? He's got a, he's got a strange cadence. That's for sure. And one, I feel like he's constantly breaking character. Like there's just moments where you see him laugh, like during a sentence, like Miss Warren, I kind of got a semi, <laughs> I got a semi, like he's like laughing through it. Yeah. Which I can't tell if that's like a fourth wall break on the Pauly Shore. Or like, if you just can't get a clean take of him not laughing. Speaks in a broad San Fernando <laughs> yeah. Valley accent with brand. I found the definition. I can't find the definition anymore. San Fernando Valley, dude. San Fernando Valley. His catchphrase. Hey, oh, buddy. Just, speaking about accents, though, they did the South Dakotans very dirty in this movie. Mm-hmm. South Dakotans don't sound like Texans. That's right. Well, have and- we ever seen Fargo, which is actually North Dakota, but like similar kind of like area. oh it well, would be a whole hundred percent like hunky dory how mm-hmm. you doing right but these are like i like southern hey, draw. it's like last southern carolina yeah it, yeah it's got that like uh yeah down in houston texas like yeah like how I'll you doing partner them. in hollywood when you go west of california or east of California. That's the ocean. East of California, you progress across the entire country and then you turn north until you hit Washington, D.C. You are just in middle America and you have that accent. Which right. is like a southern, like Texas accent, mm-hmm. right? I, according to this movie. According to this movie, South yeah. Dakotans, like. All country folk sound the same. Yeah, exactly. They're all they, inbred. They. Wow. Polly Shore says this in yeah, the movie. Yeah, that's true. It's like, keeps, so is your dad? Oh, he does. Like, your mom? Or like, <laughs> yeah. Melons. Melons. <laughs> What's up, inbred? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Cheeky. Cheeky, dude. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. No, I I liked him a little bit more in this movie just mm. because I was, you know, I embraced the full weasel. Yeah, embraced <laughs> the full weasel. And I thought he was far more charming in Encino Man. In mm. this movie, and I will say so many things, he's very problematic. Extremely problematic. Yeah. For me... And they try to pose him as like the, like, well, mostly like a, a comedic character, but like as kind of like the innocent... Yeah. And like, there's elements of that. There's elements of that. Well, he this movie is basically he brings a sexual awakening to a small town, pretty much. Yeah, which is like can be done, like that's mm-hmm. fine. But I, like, it's the whole Miss Warrens, you're giving me a semi. Uh, that really. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna start using that one. I mean, the end of the movie, it's like the whole evil villain plot is that he drugged two people to make them think that they slept with each other, like. Yeah, nobody's good in this movie. Yeah, nobody's like, nobody's reputable. Uh, I think for me, the the another part of the reason with why I'm liking Polly Shore a little bit more in this movie than Encino Man is, in Encino Man, it was paired up with Link and Stony, basically a caveman and like slightly better than a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the what joke. was That's this the joke. was Encino Man, whereas like. Crawl and then Rebecca, played Crawl. by Carl, Carla Gugino. Gugino uh, which, seeing Carla Gugino in this movie was like, whoa. <laughs> like, I just got done watching, like, Gerald's Game, and I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. had a long career. Yeah, long career. And, like, I feel like it's, like, kind of not, I won't say recently, because she's been in, like, a lot of stuff in, like, mid-2000s, but... I feel like she's getting even a lot more screen time with yeah. like the Michael Flanagan. Yeah, she's been in all the yeah. Mike Flanagan. Yeah, stuff. all the Mike Flanagan stuff. Um, same with like Thomas Elliot. Yeah, or, or Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas, who plays Tom, who plays Elliot. Who plays Elliot? Thomas e. Elliot. Thomas Elliot's an author. Yeah, right? Thomas Elliot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking, no, Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Elliot's a poet because, as we know, Doc Ock. T. S. Elliot. Yeah, T. S. Elliot. But the because Doctor Octopus was trying to be his his right. wife was trying to re- teach him about poetry, right? And he was trying to explain the theory. It's of like, atoms. I'm serious. Like T. S. Eliot's hard to understand than rocket science, yes. or something like that. Um, and then unfortunately, his wife does get killed by shattered glass, and he turns into a maniacal supervillain, a Shakespearean, his, his a Shakespearean supervillain that had defined how villains should be written for decades. Yes, my, my rose is, is my rose is dead. My dream is dead. And, and, I sh- and these voices in my head. She's talking no. in my head. I honestly Horror. just zoned out a little bit. The inhibitor <laughs> chip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the inhibitor chip. No. Oh wow. Okay, what? <laughs> the power of the, the sun. sun. In, the in the palm of my hand. hand. Nothing will shall get in our way. way. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Spider-Man 2. Yes, good. Movie. I literally thought you were quoting Battlefield Earth. I thought it was the information machine that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the board of Lulu, why do you understand me? <laughs> my time, my people were wiped out. Here is our history. <laughs> By the time you listen to this, I am most certainly dead. <laughs> oh my god. He needs more time. <laughs> 
<laughs> what a movie. What a movie. Uh, but no, the Polly Shore, Carla Gugino duo yes. worked with worked oh, yeah. for me. And it I like that Polly Shore. This is basically we're go, we're going down the shore right now. That's this new podcast name. <gasps> down the sandy shore. What if we went down the shore? What if we show called Down the Shore? I love <laughs> it, Jeff. That's we'd have to watch that new so Pinocchio far. movie. But can I? Okay, what there Pinocchio? are three Which... Pinocchio movies coming out. This Don't year. steal my bit. This is my bit. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. All right, back. <laughs> so there was one movie that came out like four years ago, and I think that was the Yossification Pinocchio. No, that came out this year. That the father. Why don't you let me? I mean, oh, sure. yeah, that's Polly Shore. <laughs> I love it. He knew what he was doing. He father. understood the assignment. He was like, "Father, why won't you let me be on my own? I have the whole so world the f- to see." see. That's the first of three Pinocchios. And then there's the um, the Disney Tom Hanks one. Yes. There's the French one that came out a little while ago. Oh. Yeah, that one came out yeah. a while ago. It's scarier to watch. Mm. The Pinocchio and that's like just wooden yeah. doll, like mm-hmm. wooden wooden doll. And then there's the Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro has a Pinocchio coming out in a few right. months. There's so four Pinocchios. <laughs> there's way too many Pinocchios. I'm a Pinocchio, mamma mia! It's a me, Geppetto. Oh Actually, you're right. It's not French. It's Italian Pinocchio. Yes, get get your shit together. You're right. You told me that without explicitly telling me that. Yeah, I was trying to be very subtle about it. <laughs> I am notably not, a subtle. I, I've been calling it for the longest time the French Pinocchio, and it's indeed not a French Pinocchio. It's Italian Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, you know you know what this podcast is actually named? It's not Down the Shore. It's what the is, Fraser's Edge. It, uh, uh, I, well, okay. That, I started this whole episode saying the Encino Man universe mm. is prevalent in this movie. I'm just, I just want to quickly get the context out of the way so we can get back to talking about Pauly Shore. Let's do it. Because Ren and Fraser is in this movie for like three seconds. Yes, he is. So we're not going to have much to say about him. We'll talk this about is going to be a Pauly Shore episode. This is a favor. Yes. <laughs> this is the John Travolta of uh, is This is a... Hey, thanks for getting my career off the ground to Pauly Shore, which yeah. is just a. It's very funny yeah. to think about Brendan Fraser has Pauly Shore in some way to thank for his career. A little bit. Hmm. A little bit. Imagine that. Who would have thought? Not me. Not I me. mean, he definitely gifted Brendan Fraser, the stoner kid, yeah. you know, a character for a while, mm-hmm. for like a long time. And it wasn't until he trans- transitioned from a literal caveman once again in. George of the Jungle. Yes. Did yeah. he branch out? Okay. So, Son-in-Law, this movie. Um, it is... It comes out basically... You know, Fraser does the run we've been covering where he, you know... Encino Man kind of pops him off as this comedic actor. He tries to do school ties as a drama. Doesn't really work out too well for him. But, like, you know, he's fine in it. No one's mad at him. Uh, he does 20 bucks and Younger and Younger, which don't exist, um, as we've talked about. And then he jumps right into this, uh, which is just basically he does this in between filming other things as a favor to Pauly Shore. Yeah. All this to say, Jeff, that lineup you just talked about, two-year time span. Yes. Like, Fraser's cooking. Fraser's cooking. Like, he's he, a, I, he's I, grabbing the horse by the saddle. I think it's safe to say, like, we can, if this would ever be, like, called, like, a sub-era, we would call yeah. this, like, the working actor era. Yeah. Like, he's not famous. He's not big. He hasn't won an Oscar, but, like, he's... Working, he's yeah. pretty steady too. Yeah, like did John Travolta have a, a steady run like this? He wasn't this steady. No, be- he was a little more. Right. Cho- it was also the seventies. Yeah, he was a little more choosy mm-hmm. until well, he wasn't. Well, that's the diff. That's the key difference because, like with Fraser, it's he's getting the slow, steady yeah. climb, and all, he's not like plateauing, but he's kind of hit this like mm-hmm. he's just getting work. That's all he's doing. Whereas Travolta, it's like 
Oscar nomination, one of the highest grossing musicals of all time, Urban Cowboy. Blowout. Blowout. And then I'm too famous to take anything other than a leading man movie, so yeah. I'm going to take dog shit leading man movies. Yeah. Rather than what Frazier's doing. Frazier's just, he's taking roles that he thinks he'd be good in. He's yeah. being smart with his career right now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like, I always think like one of the smartest career trajectories that I've seen was Harrison Ford. Yeah. Because if you look like Star Wars, obviously pops him off. But then just look at the movies he does after Star Wars. He's very selective and very smart about what he does. Yeah. And so Fraser's kind of operating in that same zone. Obviously, Encino Man is not Star Wars. Well, yeah. Was it Encino Man that kind of... Encino Man kind of popped him off. And then he's very smart with what he does next. Okay. Well, because Travolta would never have taken a role like Younger and Younger. He would never have taken Younger and Younger. He would not have done 20 bucks. Right. Probably wouldn't have done Son-in-Law. No. Um... Until he later kind of does, and um, uh, Boris and Boris and Natasha are the best movie we've covered I just on the show. Sort of shivered, <laughs> so you're like recoiled, oh, like you tasted, like you'd licked a lemon. Uh, <laughs> gross. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I'll say the thing about this: his role in this movie is that this does he does not have a cameo in this movie if he is not recognizable as Link. Right. If mm-hmm. Link was not a cultural phenomenon of a character, he does not appear in this movie. Right. I actually said, because I just didn't even realize that he literally was yeah. his character from Encino Man, that I was joking, thinking it was more of a 90s fashion shtick, being like, wow, did he... I literally said this. I was yeah. like, did he just roll off the Encino Man set? And then I saw him like eat the frog off of Polly Shore's like, yeah. headdress, and I was like, oh, oh he's, he's just playing literally like... the same character. Yeah. Like, that, that scene's clearly constructed to get a rise out of the audience in the theater. Yeah. Right. Well, and even how Polly Shore plays that scene. Yeah, like too. it's played for audiences to be like, oh, and like laughing through it. I even wrote down, I'm like, is he gay for Brendan Fraser? Because he <laughs> looks at him very sensually. Yeah. And then I we mean, move on. Who wouldn't? Am I right? Yeah, I mean. Who wouldn't? I've been enjoying doing a lot of the graphic design work in this. Yeah, Becca's been enjoying graphic design for this You didn't see me hooting and hollering in the next room. (laughs) All right, so son-in-law, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Starts trying to prevent our marriage from Directed by Steve Rash. Who, what's he known for? Okay, Steve Rash. Um, Have you gone to his Wikipedia page? I'm on his IMDb right now. He's done a lot of Disney Channel movies. Go to his Wikipedia. Or I brought it up. Look at this. Look at his Wikipedia. It is oh. one sentence. Oh. His Wikipedia right. is one sentence. He's known for directing Son-in-Law and The Buddy Holly Story. The Buddy Holly Story, the movie that got Gary Busey his Oscar nomination. What? And that's it. Oh, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. Gary Busey has an Oscar nom? Yeah, for playing Buddy Holly. This I'm movie so that confused. like everyone forgets about. Um, That was directed by this guy who has a one-sentence Wikipedia. And is otherwise known for directing Son-in-Law and the sequels to Bring It On. And apparently a bunch of Xenon and Disney Channel. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Steve Rash directs this. This is obviously crafted as a, uh, a Pauly Shore vehicle. He's, he's, he's running hot at this point. He's got his Disney, um, his Disney deal going. After Encino Man, he's going to have the Goofy movie coming up. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean that's that's essentially the extent of it is that he Pauly Shore's running hot after that, and this is the next uh, next part of his Disney deal. Hmm. There's a there's a whole bunch of drama about like the the creation of this movie, and that Pauly Shore had like two separate deals with different companies at the same time between Disney 
and another and just trying to play the game man yeah he had like a disney deal and a new line deal and they were fighting over who got this movie it ended up getting like disney got this movie and they got to make this movie first before paulie shore did anything from um new line and it ended with disney just buying out his contract with new line and they never made the movie they were supposed to huh yes That's the the whole Polly Shore business with yeah. the making of this movie. The con- little, the little context corner. So we can honestly just dive right into the plot. For What's this one. Uh, I'm just trying to think. What was uh, what was Carla Gugino doing? Carla Gugino. I think this is pretty early in her career. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. I was actually wondering how old she was in this movie. Um, she Let's see. is 51 now. She was oh my um, God. born she was in, in 19- Spy Kids 2, Island Spy of Kids. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, she was yeah. in all three Spy Kids. She's the mom. All oh, that's right. All of them. Okay, she would have been 22 when they filmed this movie. Okay, so, I mean, definitely not out of high school. Yeah. But And Jeff, did you know that two years later from this movie, she would reprise in another movie that we have seen before and covered? Oh. None other than Michael. Michael. Yeah, she's the um, she's the bride. Bro- she plays a bride. Yeah. Ask but me if I remember. Where... I watched Michael recently, and I, I actually do remember seeing her. Right you now. do remember? Okay, that's more than I do. <laughs> but you know, she um, Carla Gugino is she's one of those family. We talk about she's in a lot of the Michael uh, Mike Flanagan movies mm-hmm. and shows. Yeah, that's where our audience would probably. She was, she just uh, have more. a run with robert rodriguez too then yeah she did sin city and all the spy kids movies yeah, yeah. Uh, she like finds a director and does a bunch of them her like her people are like mike flanagan Zack snyder and robert rodriguez Zack snyder she's a uh, silk specter and watchman and then oh. she's also in um she's a voice in all the dc movies hmm. okay have you seen sir have you seen any of the decent like Zack snyder dc movies I watched uh, Man of Steel and Batman okay. v Superman. That was it. Man of Steel, I kind of like. Um, the rest are, you know, not good. Yeah. Um, but she like they have like a computer in the Fortress of Solitude, which is a spaceship in the movies. Right. And it's like this little computer that pops up and like talks to Superman. That's, yeah. That's her voice. Oh. Okay. I discovered this this morning, so it's not like I I've been holding onto this knowledge for a while. Wow. Okay. Um. Interesting. Yeah, those are her th- her three guys, and she has a pretty consistent career. Yeah, I'd say she's uh, from in the most recent work with Mike Flanagan. She's phenomenal in almost everything I've yes. seen her in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the one thing she didn't pop up in was Doctor Sleep of the modern Flanagans, which is sad. That and she's in Midnight Mass apparently is as she? the voice of a judge. Uncredited. Oh, oh, it's just like an uncredited cameo. There's Gerald's Game, which is a very lead role yeah, for her. She's in mm-hmm. both hauntings. Both hauntings. And she's in the house, the fall of the House of Usher, which is the show he's working on now. Oh, right. Which has a stop. wild cast. Which we'll have What's to talk one? about. We have, when we have when we do the Flan cast. Yeah. We cook in Flan. Uh, <laughs> all right. Cooking with Flan. You really had it with. Yeah. To the shore. Down the down the shore. Down the shore. Yeah. Okay. We, okay. So this movie starts. Yeah. So we start with this movie, and we realize that it's actually a biopic about Becca. Um, and that this is a movie about Becca. This is a movie about a girl named Becca from the Midwest who goes to college <laughs> and, meets me- a, and meets a, a lunatic, really lunatic city boy who <laughs> <laughs> dresses in weird ways. And I'm definitely not wearing a shirt right now. This is Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god, this literally is a story. Yeah, you guys. I was like, right away, I was like, yeah, this is the Becca biopic. You literally just told her it's like, yeah, we got engaged last week, and you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That is that is actually how we got engaged. It's a whole mess, man. I mean, do we even know what she's studying at college? Nope. Nope. Yeah. All right. She is going. So begins my gruff with this. Agency. Here's the question. Can you tell me all the things that Polly Shore was studying in college? Yes. Uh, two like semesters worth karate. of karate. <laughs> two semesters worth of karate. A half semester's worth of CPR. Yeah. Yep. A, a one semester of com- computer science. <laughs> oh, yeah. I tried to keep track and I lost track. Because yeah. he's been in college for six years, Six he years. Said. It's established. It is so funny to me. I think that's one of the funniest details is that he's an RA who's been in school for six yeah. years. Because yeah. I feel like all of us know an RA. Who has been in school for too long? Yes, yes, because they get that. That the, is a they direct get that free, uh, free Room and housing, board, right? Yeah, free so they're like, okay, if I'm going to continue to just do my thing here, and I'm not shaming yeah. people for doing, you know, college for yeah. that long, but I've always said, it's so funny. you know what the great scheme would be? What the great scheme is? You just never graduate. Every time you get close to achieving your credits, you just switch majors and just stay in college your entire life. Put it all on student loans, so you don't have to pay for anything. And then you just spend your entire life in college. I you mean, get summers off. At some point, they have to reject your federal and private loans. When you have like $3 million in the loans. <laughs> You're like writing Joe Biden like, you got to bail me out of this, buddy. Something tells me Pauly Shore isn't in college for six years because he just loves getting an education. Yeah. He says, I think I'm going to try out English or uh, European studies for two years. Maybe yeah, travel for a, a little bit. A fleeting soul. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, to that point about Becca, your life, we start with a high school graduation. Yeah. Where there's like 30 kids. Yeah, there's like 30 class. kids graduating. Yep. Yeah, I reflect. Okay. Is it Becca who gives the speech? It's her. She gives the speech, right? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, she's valedictorian. Yeah, okay, she's the valedictorian, and we get like this cool little pan just establishing all the characters we're going to meet in this movie. Yes. Just the camera dollies along, and we just see them all. Uh, um, a decent cast. Yeah. And I, and I mean that in a way, not the names, but just they're good. The movie does well the thing I like, where you know what order the characters are sitting in. Billing they're sitting order? in their billing order, and as we get to each one, their name pops up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. I like that. I love that. And then when we cut out, we get the uh, the Travis character and the friend character. Yeah. Um, whatever her name is. Tracy. Travis and Tracy. Yes, right. We get them, and they're the split billing card, so it's a two-shot with their names on the bottom. I like that the, uh, they built the entire opening credit sequence around what the billing order was going to be. I think that's fun. Or did they do the billing order... For the opening nope, scene, nope. They would have done the. They would have had to lock that billing order in advance, because hmm. that is a whole negotiation. I guess that's true. Yeah. The current drama, the glass onion. What if that was order. the last oh. thing they shot? Oh. That maybe it was. Yeah. Like. Her <laughs> little bo- brother, uh, played by Patrick Reyna, for for you're folks who, yeah, exactly. it's the you're killing you me, me smalls kid. It. The you're killing me smalls kid. Who I is like, have so many problems with this kid. Okay, so po- we're talking about Pauly Shore being horny in this movie. Cannot compare to the small child. <laughs> the, here, the dad is like, you know, just make sure that you're a good little girl at college. Meanwhile, his his son is literally the creepiest character. 
Like they need to spend less time worrying about Becca and more time worrying about their son becoming a creep and all a creep that then goes and pries on said daughters in the future at college. Do you, do you have personal experience with that, Becca? Do you have I any? don't have a brother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to make sure we're clearing out the parallels here. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, I think they're turning a blind eye to their son's behavior. Yeah, it's Midwest While America. focusing on the daughter being somehow a problem, you know, a problem child. It's an accurate portrayal of the Midwest family. Make yeah. sure our daughter stays a virgin and our son eh, does whatever he forget wants. Forget him. Boys will be boys. Yeah. So, yay. So, I mean, it, I felt like the move-in scene was rather accurate. Yeah. I, I don't know. My dad goes on and on about when he dropped off my oldest sister uh, to college that there was a bunch of boys sitting on a couch that they had displaced somewhere mm-hmm. with a sign that said, don't worry, dad, we'll take care of her. Oh, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, may, is this actually a, a movie about your life? I didn't go to school in California, but... And Columbia was not a frat house. You so. go to a big city, but I guess you, I did go to big. Yeah, city. yeah. So like, kind of. I don't know. It's funny because my other sister went to Minnesota, Mankato. Yes. But there were like dudes just out there with signs like that, and my dad was like so angry yeah. and talks about it all the time. He does. Yeah. Do you guys also and it to, is inappropriate. Yeah. And you guys also went to a school that doesn't really have like a campus per se. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just it's, downtown. It's Chicago. just a downtown building. Oh, you're talking about Columbia? Yeah, in terms of like, you know, quads and like... Yeah, I mean, I went to state school for a year. Okay. That felt a lot closer to where... where, What even is this school? Um, It's... I think it's supposed to be UCLA or USC. Yeah. It looks huge. Yeah, I think... It's probably like UCLA. I think it's UCLA or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they established that it's not like the number one school... It's not like Harvard. Or yeah, it's anything. not like I, so. I don't think it's like UCLA. It's probably like Pepperdine or something like that. Yeah, well, Pepperdine's actually pretty high up there. I have no idea. I'm, just, I'm trying to think of LA uh, schools. All the background leading into the college, like we don't know her degree, we don't know her passions. Mm-hmm. We just know that she's going to immediately be pried on by men. Yeah, yeah. that's and, the and whole. And there's the movie. And this movie blows through its setup. Fast, it yes. does very fast. It gets through things very quickly because it's like you know, we go to graduation and then they're packing up in the house, and then we establish that they're she's having like things with her boyfriend, yeah, oh. and then cut to seeing them they're all getting the car. It's like, all right, we have a 17 hour drive to California. Cut to them in yeah. traffic. Yeah, Stuart, did you watch this movie through Amazon Prime? Yes, okay, because I did too. Did you pause this movie at all? No, did you see the ratings for this movie? No, because right at the beginning, right around the scene, we pause the movie, and I, I would just like to read to you this movie's ratings. Uh, this movie's rated PG thirteen for alcohol use, foul language, frightening scenes, nudity, sexual content, smoking, substance abuse, and violence. Nudity, interesting. It's the frightening scenes that do that for me, right? Because Becca was talking about this earlier, and my take on this movie is that this is essentially a horror movie for the Midwest. Yeah. Like, this exact plot line could be shown as a horror movie for your general Midwest audience. And they'd be like, lock your doors. (laughs) Don't send your daughters to the big city because they'll come back infected with Pauly Shore. (laughs) (laughs) They will have a Pauly Shore attached at the hip. Yes. 
pretty much. She definitely has a um, Sandy level from Greece, Sandy level transformation rather quickly. I'm like, she's, she's like easily influenced and she doesn't right away strike me as somebody who's very um, rebellious. In fact, quite the opposite. Yeah, she's very, very reserved. She's very reserved, but is quickly apprehended by Polly Shore. I mean, sure. I'd say that's a good choice of words. Apprehended. (laughs) Apprehended She really doesn't have a choice in the matter, per se. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, Polly Shore, or Crawl, does mention, like, he was a nerd back in the day. Yeah. And then he just grew out the dew. He says, he says the exact words, I tossed the spectacles, grew out the dew, and guzzled some brew. Guzzled some brew. Oh, my gosh. I would not know anything about that. <laughs> like, at some point, <laughs> this naive Rebecca. Grew out the dew, guzzled some brew. <laughs> I mean, at some point, Rebecca, in her naivety, goes, what happened? After she's staring at this guy who I think was dressed in his like Jamaican fruit headdress thing or whatever. Yeah. And she just goes, what happened? And I said to myself, definitely crack. <laughs> like Cocaine. Yeah, definitely lots and lots of weed. Yeah. Which I guess they can't explicitly well, he, say. He so goes he a just lot says, of bread. He just grew out it. Yeah. He, <laughs> all the brew, dude. Got all the brew and got some grew. That dude's definitely smoking spliffs in that room. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they kind of have a tongue-in-cheek, like, you know, this is just what California does to you, dude. Yeah. You know? Because her, her parent, her family leaves after her little brother, like, goes through her roommate's bras. This kid sucks. Yeah, this kid, like, rips open his her roommate's dresser. We, we and, like, don't pulls see up. these roommates again, do we? Yeah, the roommates don't come back. We see them, like, once at the party Okay, they're at the party. she leaves. Mm-hmm. But, no, like, there was one... When they make out. The, well, I was going to say, the moment when, like, the because the family's still there. Yeah. Helping her unpack. And the roommate walks in. Then the roommate's girlfriend walks in. Yeah. And the, and the first, like, in the split 1.5 seconds you see this yeah. you're like oh wow this is kind of progressive and then they kiss and then it cuts to the family the yeah. dad and the brother like oh kind of yeah basically what they're doing. like oh shit okay annoyed tired hated yeah mm-hmm. brother's just like playing it off the brother does say oh oh he says he, oh, yeah. says, exactly. he says do you have your camera on you yeah, yeah. do you have your camera on you mm-hmm. and it's so funny because the girls are standing like three feet yeah. in front of them. <laughs> this little boy gets away with a lot in yes. front of his parents. Yep. Uh, in front lot. of his mom. It's just like, like, he's like... Well, it does become a plot point. Like, his dad's about to go out fishing and the son is just like super disinterested and just says, oh, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And his dad looks hurt for a second and then it moves on. Yeah. They don't really... They, they don't, don't really No, they don't really talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end, the dad and the little boy do start playing like Nintendo together and that's how they... Uh, that's their reconciliation. I Who's think Rebecca sh- definitely should have exposed his Playboy magazine. Yes. Ex- exposed his collection because he has a subscription. Because yeah. all the heat has been on Rebecca the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little boy gets away with a lot and she does not get away with anything. Nothing. Yeah. Which I guess is maybe comedy. Maybe uh-huh. a point. So have you ever been a girl raised in the Midwest? <laughs> <laughs> this this movie like oddly tries to make some real points throughout it. Yeah. But it's like kind of like half-assed at making because like the last act is essentially a movie about not becoming your parents, yeah, and like the terror of becoming your parents. There's like this weird existential undertone to this. Well, they they have a pretty okay marriage though. But like the 
they haven't had sex in a while, and it's established they're like kind of distant. They're only together because they're married. I mean, I and just like, read that the dad's an asshole, and the mom just tries to pick up mm-hmm. after him. Because the dad, like... Emotionally. Yeah, because the dad's, like, emotionally reserved. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's and, and he talks about how his dad was like that. And Pauly Shore is the one who opens the key for him that he doesn't that he just became his father and trying to not become his father. Mm-hmm. Like there's this weird element to the end of it where Pauly Shore is like this guru, yeah, who <laughs> shows up and like reveals all the, like the exist or like the generational trauma that this family has been through. And then the moment there's like about to be a revelation made, Pauly Shore makes like a fart noise. Yeah, he makes like a he makes like a fart joke and yeah. like yeah, we got to slide about back into what this movie shit. is about. Yeah, like you, we, the grandfather is like almost dies in this movie. <laughs> oh my god! And he like is like, oh, I did two semesters of CPR and goes to kiss, and he scares yeah. him out of a heart attack, I guess. Yeah. And there is <laughs> yeah, no because like, heterosexual men would rather die than the, receive CPR from a man, right? And live. Yeah. Oh, the nineties. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because like that's the, a joke in this movie. Yeah. And I'm not saying this movie needs to be yeah. serious than it is. I know what this movie is. Yeah. I just don't think it's aged very well at all. Yeah, it's it's one of those 90s comedies that a lot, some of the elements have not aged particularly well yeah. as society has become a little more accepting and sensitive in a good way. One of the scenes I really hated was, I feel like we're just really skipping through the movie. I don't know if this is how you want to do we'll, it. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to the plot in a second. Okay, because yeah. we're talking really about kind of the distasteful jokes yeah. in this movie. The brother being one, but then like the scene where Tracy, like, I can't tell if she's in on the plan to roofie. She's Polly. not. Okay, so I I didn't think so because then eventually they're like, oh, time for the real entertainment, and then she just starts stripping in front of a bunch of men. There yeah. are no other women in this bar. Yeah, and There's all a of bachelor them. Bachelor party. Oh, that's right. Yeah, is she there? I don't know. She's I, she works at the bar. Does she? Yeah, they established earlier that she works at the bar. I don't yeah. know. It's this just movie like has a, t- men... a real tight script, folks. <laughs> <laughs> they really got this all ironed out. They really cracked down She's on this. She's like, all the men are old. Mm-hmm. All of them are old. And she like has to perform for yeah. them. Yeah. And it's like, is, if this is a gateway for her to like try and get Polly Shore's guard down, you know, like she's not part of the plan. So like, what is this scene? Polly Shore's scheme in this movie is essentially this town will become less sexually perverse if it becomes more sexually perverse. He's like, if everyone in this town starts dressing scampily and starts like having sex all the time, they'll all start being weird about it. Stop being weird about sex. It's kind of his scheme. Yeah. And it works. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> it works. I don't know. It's it's so it's because so everyone starts grabbing the cones and have been kicking the bones at the end. No, okay, Jeff. wait, wait a minute. I'm gonna cut that little segment right there. <laughs> grabbing the cones and kicking the that's bones. that's what he he says this. Oh man. Um. So we didn't bone. You yeah. didn't bone. <laughs> I didn't bone. I didn't bone her. I, she didn't. He didn't bone me. <laughs> okay. So we, we just got let's let's get to how they get here. So they're at college together. Um, yeah. Crawl is the the RA, and Becca's the student. And she's having a hard time fitting in. She keeps calling her boyfriend back home. Question: Yes, she's a freshman. He's a six year senior. Yes, she's eighteen. He's he would be at 24. least twenty four. Yeah. Yes. Easily. Okay. 
So just establishing that. <laughs> like, well, yes, just, that is. You just gotta, you know, just making sure we're establishing that. Oh, it's it's established. Okay. There's a six year age difference here. Yeah. In real life, there's only like a three or four year age difference, but oh, yeah, it's a little more, it's a little better. Right. Um, but character wise, six year age difference. Yeah. Um, but like she's having a hard time, and crawl sees her crawl. Um, crawl crawls to her crawl crawls to her he sees she's upset and uh is like i'm gonna go out on the town with you let me show you how to live and i honestly thought that was really charming yeah yeah that was a cute scene i liked that crawl like is for the, i think cra- crawl's okay crawl's okay yeah. crawl's the name of a goliath barbarian D character yeah <laughs> <laughs> look but crawl might not have aged well but he was okay for the time right crawl was progressive before progressive was a thing He's like, let's go out and get you some new clothes and you can dress how you really want. And do whatever you want with your hair. Yeah. And so they go out and she gets her hair cut and colored. She gets an, would that be an ombre? I don't know. No, she gets? she's just oh. fully blonde. Oh. Well, there's like, there's like strips in it. It's not no, Jesus, it's just fully Jeff. blonde. It's oh, like a strawberry blonde? blonde. I have no idea. It's a ombre just, home no. ombre. Dyes, dyes it blonde. Okay. <laughs> it's an ombre ombre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an ombre, man. Um. But she gets her hair colored. She gets a tattoo. She gets a tattoo of a butterfly on her ankle, which I'm led to believe is was apparently actually just a tattoo that Carlo Gugino have had, and rather than cover it up with makeup, they just put it in as a plot element. Hmm, nice. I like it. Um, she gets yeah, a tattoo and of a butterfly. Flea was there. Flea was at the tattoo parlor. We do need to talk about this. Flea. Flea is the tattoo uh, artist. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. From Back to the Future, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, he was in the new Obi Wan show. Oddly enough, Flea he's the he's Needles in Back to the Future two and three. But he's also, isn't he a musician from Red Hot? Chili yeah, Peppers? he is Red Hot Chili. Okay, he is, you he is, glazed he is, over that, so I started having a crisis. Well, I, I could tell that Stuart wasn't getting Flea when I said Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, he's no. the he basis. was the blonde uh, tattoo artist mm. who was being a dick, and Polly Shore was just like, "You're being a dick," and then she got a tattoo anyway. Stuart, have you seen Back to the Future? Yes. Do you like Back to the Future? Yes. He's this guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the bassist from Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he pops up in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, Polly Shore, by this point, or Crawl, is actually on my A-team. Like, I really like him. I like what he's doing with Rebecca. You like like his politics. You like what he stands for. (laughs) He's a real fresh L. He's a real fresh thought in the the new I mean, the first thing he says to, to Rebecca's dad is pretty reprehensible mm-hmm. <laughs> i forget like something about opening her chest or something oh yeah he says like i'm um he says something about opening her chest because her chest gets locked yeah but it's something different because i can't remember yeah. but he definitely says something reprehensible enough for yeah. his dad her dad yeah. to freak out he's like that thing over there yeah and outside of like trying to get her to dress in really like you know provocative clothing he's mm-hmm. actually teaching her like a lesson yeah he teaches her that, that she can be her own person. Do. She doesn't have to fit into her parents' mold. Yeah. Which is what he teaches the parents as well, is they don't have to fit into their parents' mold. If the movie focused more on that, yeah. it would be fine. It's a movie about breaking down generational trauma uh, yeah. through the power of Pauly Shore. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Get this shit out of That's here. That's what man. this movie is about. Okay. Um, um, so at that point, they're at Venice Beach. They're just kind of yeah. chilling. And then he, like yells at her or not yells yeah. at her but like gets all offended that she starts looking at this like really yeah. buff guy 
Yeah. When he's been doing nothing but, but looking at like, at other, yeah, gawking, like drooling over He's like, women. that guy does steroids for sure. Yeah. <laughs> How does he look like that? Oh, steroids. He's been juicing. Yeah. And then, the, then there's the party scene. Where he's dressed up in the like oh yes the the fruit why we outfit. are here yes why oh, we are well, all no, here. Halloween happened that before Venice Beach because that's it? when they meet oh yes well they like formally meet he gets her in the room yeah. he's just like you miss your dog don't you yeah, yeah. yeah you're right because she hits her low moment at the yeah. Halloween party which Becca is took in better notes Becca than took me. notes but yeah they're at the um it's the Halloween party yeah Halloween party and what what is that outfit is it it's, it's like uh, a fruit yeah, it's like the fruit, fruit thing. Well, it's like a Vegas yeah. like dancer. I I don't think it's it's anything. what it's what Fozzie Bear does in Muppet Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. Or um, great pole. Yeah. Wow. Just yeah, you gotta say it. Yeah. And then he he's in a room and he sees. Yeah, and he's got like fake breasts who, on, who or does, he calls them cones. Who does he? He walks into a room and who does he see? Jeff. He sees a really cool partier named Link, Link. played by Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser! He's reprising the role. Reprising the role, Link from Encino Man. Yes. Polly Shore looks at him and he's like, yo, dude, nice costume. And Link is just like, ooh, and walks away. <laughs> well, he, well he, a frog. He, he grabs a frog. Oh, yeah, he grabs a Polly Shore's frog. headdress. It's a plastic frog. And like bites yeah. into it and chews yeah. on and then walks away. And then Polly Shore like wa- watches him walk away. He thinks for a moment. Like, maybe they've met it before. Yeah. And then he says, nah, and he walks yeah. away. Oh, and I took it as sensual context. <laughs> well, there's no saying that's wrong. There's no saying right. That's wrong. I think I think Polly Shore in every regard oh, has kind of a... Oh, no! <laughs> oh, the hair ranking. Oh, Jeff, he just, for folks listening, he tur- sh- is showing me... I mean, it's with Encino Man, it's right? It's exact same hair. So just put it... Put it below Encino Man. Below? Yeah. I mean, there's less of it. There's less of it. Okay, so you want this to be the new bottom of the barrel here. Yeah. Is Encino Man. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess uh, it's the exact same scraggly hair from... uh... (laughs) What's going on? Uh, And... um... Yeah, it's just the exact same hair, yeah. but we just see three seconds of it. So, of course, it's going to be lower on the list. Yeah. Because you know I was never even a fan of the first Encino yes, Man hair. Yes, you did not like the hair no. in that one. Now, Polly was... Shore, on the other hand, it's okay. I'm not going to make like a Polly Shore It's like the Polly hair. Thinking. He has the same hair. It's the same hair. You get what you get with Polly Shore's hair. Stalling, stalling, stalling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. I mean, but that's when we get our Fraser and then all the business we talked about where she starts rebelling and like breaking out of the parents' mold starts right, happening. Yeah. Uh, after that, I think, is when she calls her boyfriend. Well, she does call her boyfriend and he starts kind of like, I love you. Yeah. He starts saying, I love you. And he says, he kind of starts laying the seeds for proposing to her at this point. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. like say it outright, but he's like, I've been thinking a lot about our relationship. Bad move, stuff. Cotton. Bad yeah. move. He's, yeah, he starts laying the uh, the groundwork. If I had a nickel for every Midwestern couple that got married right out of high school, I'd be a rich man. No, another accurate element to this yeah. movie. Yeah, right. Six like, years senior as an RA. Yeah. And the like immediate, yeah, no. I agree. Yeah, and so 
we uh, she, the boyfriend's like, you're coming home for Thanksgiving. I'll have a big surprise for you. I have something to give you. And then she's like, oh, okay. Uh, phones break up. It's like, I love you. And she hangs up. Yeah. Doesn't and then, say I love you back. And she goes into Crawl's room and he's like, he has a collection of Stouffer's turkey, like, and mashed potatoes boxes. And he's like, yeah, Stouffer's turkey two for one. He's like, this is my Thanksgiving, bro. And she's like, what about going home to Vegas? Because it's established he grew up in a casino in Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of just thrown out there. We just blow over that? Yeah, we kind of just blow over that. Um, And she's like, I have a better idea. We cut to a plane landing in South Dakota. And out comes Rebecca. Yeah. And her whole family's like, what is she wearing? Oh, my like, God. Womp, 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 womp. They're like, she got <laughs> infected with the liberalitis. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a lib. It's like <laughs> my parents. <laughs> back when I came back from college. It's like, well, actually, guys, uh, the institutional, you know. Well, Stu- to be the- fair, Stuart did come back from college with an orange afro. Uh, what? I was making a joke that your parents thought that because you came back with an orange afro and then you've taken my joke. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Stuart plateaued your joke. Yeah. Not your poor delivery. Yeah. No, my great delivery was what really saved the joke. From What's me. this orange afro business? I was saying because you said your parents looked at you when you came back and said, oh, you became a liberal. I was saying, yeah, you came back with an orange afro. Oh. What's the orange because afro? Because Rebecca came back with uh, different hair. Like, but like did visually. she come back with an orange afro? No, I'm. But I can't say you came back with a blonde, like, like dye your hair blonde. No, it's not I, funny. I get what he's saying. He's saying the joke is like visibly you look more like a liberal. But guys, I didn't come back with an orange. That was no, a yes, joke. That's the joke. That's the joke. But neither did Rebecca. No, I'm just picking on you with this joke <laughs> at this point because it's fun. <laughs> Oh, they man. never once ask her how her studies are going. No, they don't give a fuck. They say, why no? do you look like this? Yeah, now? yeah, please tell me what's going on. Um, I'm having a sexual awakening and Polly Shore's in my backyard. <laughs> yeah. in the back of the plane. It'd be funnier For me, if he was on ideal a... situation. <laughs> Imagine this, guys. Add one detail and it changes the whole scene. She has Polly Shore on a leash. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like and one little, loving it. don't change anything about the scene, not the dialogue, not the camera angles, but you just throw in a leash on Polly yeah. Shore. And it changes. She's, like, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, get down. This is my like, servant. This is my good boy. Aren't you there? And he's like, yes. He's like, yeah, I'm your good boy. <laughs> I honestly don't, I can't remember what, Polly Shore or crawl does when he comes off the plane. He gets off the plane. He's like, look, it's the family. Hello, uh, what was he saying? Like inbreds. Yeah, he oh calls them inbreds. <laughs> yeah, and then rough. they drive the their pickup truck back home, and, and he sits in the back with a yeah, dog. With a somehow gnarly shot. Yeah, yeah. It is this really gnarly helicopter yeah. shot following the entire ride back to home and establishing the geography of this place. Yeah. Totally unsafe, though. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. that is Polly Shore in the back of a truck driving at least like... Uh, yeah, I'm in the back of this miles. truck and we're going fast. They're going on dirt roads, which I assume are bumpy. Mm-hmm. And he's singing... Um... Country Road? It is Country Road. Yeah. 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 John Denver. All my memories. Gather around here. Blue Jane, baby. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, I'm getting a little too insane for that's not how Polly. That's not no, Polly speak. That's not real. We'll give Polly it to speak. you. We'll give it to you. Uh, at this point, I wrote in my notes, secondhand embarrassment. I'm going to get a lot of secondhand embarrassment from Polly in this scene. Why? Just because like, it's funny, but like, this is a very conservative family, clearly. And he's like, very like, 
Oh my god, look at her nugs. Look at her cones. And you're like, <laughs> This is not what you do when you met Becca. Yeah, Staley. this is not what I did. <laughs> um, but like her mom is trying to be very accepting of Crawl. Because her mom like secretly always wanted to be like Becca. Like she wanted to kind of like be a little rebellious and you know, be able to change her hair, but she stayed very like um prim and proper. Very prim and proper for her husband. Um, and for like the family she th- or for the life she thought she wanted. This father has a lot of control in this family. Yes. Yeah. This like father a, has a lot a of crazy issues. amount of control. This this movie should not be called Son in Law. This movie should be called Therapy for the In Laws. <laughs> Am I right, America? <laughs> but but they don't go to therapy, Jeff. Yeah, they don't go to therapy, but they should. But, but, but Polly Shore makes so. everything. Polly Shore is the best therapist ever because he shows up and he speaks harsh truths. He also has ancient computer lore. Did you see this? Yes. Because the little boy is like, one of the first interactions that the little boy can't get his game to work because he has a virus on his computer. And Polly like grabs the keyboard and starts typing like all these like sigils start appearing on the screen and the virus goes away. Yeah. He's like, measured in comp sci for two years. It's like two cool, dude. Well, now he was saying he was a nerd and yeah. didn't have a lot of friends and just spent... Yeah, Time so I guess the inference is that he started as a computer science major. Yeah. So then, who was the girl version of Polly Shore, which morphed Polly Shore into Polly Shore? Oh, that's the movie I want to watch. That's the prequel. The prequel to Son in Law. I want to know who they would cast. What, what if it's called, it's called Son in Law Origins? <laughs> <laughs> who is the po- the female version of Polly Shore? Oh, the man, female that's version of Polly Shore. That's that is obscure. Because mm. like I, that's, I want to know that. I gotta think on that one. Is it Sarah Silverman? Well, think about the time period in the late yeah. '90s, early 2000s. Well, no, you make the prequel now, Anna Ferris? and Pauly Shore still plays. Well, I was Anna, Ferris. Anna Ferris or Lindsay Lohan? Oh, Lindsay imagine Lohan. if it was Lindsay Lohan. Brittany oh Murphy. God. Brittany Murphy. Maybe. I think they, my my vote is Anna Ferris. They should make this prequel now. And Pauly Shore still plays the younger version of himself. They do it like Wet Hot American Summer, where they just made a prequel, but had like the forty-year-old the guys playing their eighteen-year-old selves. Nice. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, immediately it's like you're sleeping in. Uh, what I don't know what the kid's name is. I don't. Do um, the kid's name is Walter. Plumpy. We know Walter's the dad. Um, Zach. His name is Zach. Zach. Zach is the kid. Zach. So he's sleeping in Zach's, Zach's room. room. And that's where we get the whole computer science yeah. thing. And Zach is immediate a subscriber to Crawl. And he's a subscriber to other things, too. Yeah, he's a subscriber to Playboy. Yeah, um, which we find out later. So, but Zach and Becca get in on Crawl. The parents are not convinced. Yeah. I don't remember what happens after yeah, this. Yeah, me neither. It, it's kind of... This is kind of just like the sequence of events just starts like... A snowball starts forming. Yeah. the Travis comes over and he starts to propose to Becca. Oh, yeah. The Travis but she cuts bit. him off and says, like, I, I'm really tired. I need to sleep and all that. And so they go to, like, this big Thanksgiving banquet. Yeah. With, like seemingly, with seemingly everybody in the town at this country club. Yeah, this this relationship is really weird to me. It seems like that the entire town's been backing this high school couple. Because the way he says, well, the way he says, he's like, so as you all know, like Becca and I love each other very much. Like, as you all know, like what? Well, okay. From a small town. From a small town. From a small town perspective. It it is very, very much. I honestly think there's like 
in a way there's families within small towns that want to maintain like their stature in a town yeah and not like like royal family s like marry people so that the bloodline continues it's not that it's it's just keeping the small town families in yeah. the small town. It's a little Game of Thrones here where it's like you will be betrothed. I really to this wish other it was family. that intense, but it's really not. Mm-hmm. Right. They just be... they just want their banners at the damn like soccer games yeah. that bring the whole town together. They want banners with their name on it saying yeah. that this construction company sponsored the building. Yeah. Of this damn softball field or mm-hmm. soccer field, what have yeah. you? And to do that, they need to marry the. Um... The Warner clan, the Johnson clan, and the families need to intermingle at the, con- at the country club. Don't put me in this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then it's the banquet scene. And They're she's, like, this is a big match. She's nudging Crawl of like, oh, my God, he's going to do it again. Yeah. He's going to do you it do again. Do something. You need to do something. And then as he, right before he's about to put, I was like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry I didn't tell you this before. Uh, uh, I beat you. You're too late. You're too late. I beat you the punch. I proposed uh, last week. And she said yes. <laughs> Which, what a way to propose. And everyone's like, ooh, ooh, ah. Travis storms out. He punches Polly in the face. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. And Polly's like, oh, oh. Yeah, I get a lot of secondhand embarrassment from his reaction to getting yeah. punched in the face. Something tells me Crawl has been punched in the face before. <laughs> Carl's never been confronted with violence in his <laughs> L.A. stoner community. Yeah. It's like, oh. Something tells oh. me that someone was going to rob him on the street, but then he just, like, talked to them, and they were just kind of like, this is not even <laughs> worth it. Bro, you're cool. Bro, you're cool, or you're not even worth it, and <laughs> then they left. You're not worth the effort. Right. It's like one of the two things. Yeah. yeah. And so. Like, before you rob me, dude, why don't I just, like, decompress, like, what brought you here? To do this, like where, and then there's like, fuck it, no, I don't yeah. have time for this. And so, so Polly now has they have to play the role of an engaged couple yes. for a week until they can go back to. They're like, we can go back to California, and then we can like break up just like suddenly. Yeah, I can just call my parents and be like, hey, it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, but they start like the parents are obviously very upset about this match. The dad especially. The mom's like, it's a big commitment to make. You're so young. The dad's like, I'm not letting this hippie in my farm. Right. And he's like, how are you going to provide for my daughter? And he's like, well, I think I get into farming. Well, first he says, I'm going to major in European studies for two years. <laughs> and then he's like, well, I can get a job as a farmer. And he's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and this is where, boy this is where the classic fa- comedy routine of the movie comes yes. through. Where it's Pauly Shore at a farm. You know, oh. this is probably the frightening sequence. Yeah. The cows are pretty scary. Yeah. Cows are scary. And he gets, he gets attacked by, by a pig. pig. Yeah. He gets chickens. Um, no, the real horror sequence is that he destroys probably several thousand dollars worth of corn. And no one bats an eye. Just to write his name in the field. Yeah, I do kind of like that sequence of him getting into the yeah. columbine because it's like... Oh, sorry, Columbine. Combine. Yeah, he gets into Columbine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I to say, shit goes really bad real oh, quick, I'm folks. sorry, Combine. Oh he gets into the Combine, and I, I find his like maniacal laughter to be so funny. He knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. He knows exactly what he's Pauly doing. Polly Shore knows what he's doing. This is he, a pro Polly Shore there, podcast. He gets in there, and he goes, ha mischief. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny. And we also, at one point, he goes, Becca. Well, that was their introduction. Yeah, and that's like, when I like. What's your name? I looked over to you and Becca. I saw you. And I looked over and I saw you hysterically laughing, and then you said it hurts. 
Well, that's because I have stitches in my mouth currently. Yeah, but it was funny because she's just laughing and like she's like, it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) With her head in her hands, it hurts to laugh. If I I I told you if I ripped my stitches from my wisdom teeth on this movie, I wouldn't have been upset. Yeah, rip your stitches for Polly Shore. Yeah, rip my stitches. (laughs) Hashtag rip your stitches for Polly. That's the next. That's the hashtag rip for rip for Polly. Uh, message you send to Polly Shore is that my girlfriend almost ripped her stitches out for you. <laughs> yeah, that's like, how that's you rad. get your cameo done. Mm. That's rad, bro. <laughs> that is rad, bro. But he gets like used to the farming activities, which, by the way, we kind of like, we should sort of establish this one character. It's the guy who like helps the dad run the farm named Theo. Yeah. Yes, this guy like, named Theo who's yeah, the employee. He's a guy who like, yeah, helps run the farm and so uh, crawl goes out uh, on a day with Theo, and like the first day, it's everything you can expect. Like he has no idea what he's doing. He gets... His name would not be Theo, by the way. No, it would be Blaine, Blaine, Hunter, or... Jared, mm, Bruce, Kyle, Kyle, maybe Kyle, maybe a little bit older for Kyle. That's true, Richard. I don't know why I'm thinking of yeah familiar names. Ducky. <laughs> Dicky, oh yeah, he's a dicky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm just saying. And he's a little dicky to Polly Shore. Yeah, he's scene. an ass. Um, just setting him up for failure, doing the maniacal. The bartender, ah ha ha, you cannot be a father. Yeah, Theo is like grade A, like super villain in this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Polly Shore get kind of gets used to the yeah. farming thing, like. He starts. He starts bringing his distinct polyisms to the farming, and he's successful at it. He rides on top of a pig. Yep. Um, and like stretches two bags on him, and like fills the grain by like riding down with the pig, with like spilling grain on the sides. Yeah. Feed. Uh, feed. Can you tell he's a city boy? City slicker. I'm a city slicker. <laughs> Didn't even know what it was called. Feed. He actually went over. He leaned over to me, and he's like, "Have you ever milked a cow?" Because <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever milked a cow? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. I haven't milked a cow. Yeah, this is literally Becca's life, this movie. No, I didn't live on a farm. She literally grew up with a man named Theo who just wandered around the house seemingly. No. Interesting. A large man named Theo. He still sometimes shows up here. What? (laughs) Yeah, he came over with Jack Nicholson a few nights ago. We were were knocking back drinks together. My immediate family. I'm just saying, it happened. My. my adjacent family definitely farmers. My immediate family, mm. no. Yeah. I live next to a farm. You're adjacent to farmers. Yes. Yeah. Adjacent. So that's how I had access to milk a cow. Yes. Once or twice in my life. Once or twice. Yeah. More like twice or thrice. And he's like, in the scene when he's milking a cow and the cow just pees on him. Yeah, like he, he pulls one of the wrong others. Wrong hose. He's like, no, he says wrong, wrong, wrong button. Wrong button. And then when he brings... Um, Zach. Zach out to farm later. He's like, don't press that button. It will pee on you. Yeah. Who's the farmer in like the early, early periods of human civilization that saw milk come out of a cow's udders and thought, I'm going to drink that. (laughs) He said, I'm going to go pull that thing and drink whatever comes out. Yeah. Well, they probably saw a calf drinking and figured. I could drink that. That'd be safe. I could do that. Or like a chicken's egg. Yeah. He's like, fuck it. I could do that. It's like, I wonder what's inside that little white ball. Besides, yeah, I definitely would not have eaten the inside of a chicken egg, but provoked. Each their I own. probably would have drank cow milk before it became a thing. And now milk and eggs are the best things in the world. Right. Everyone loves them. Yeah. They go together. Like, Unless if you're 
vegan. Yeah, and then it's like the worst thing ever. We know he's not vegan, Pauly Shore, in this movie. That Vegans is do not watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. He does eat bait. He does a lot of like meat and cheese. In this. He would totally be vegan mm-hmm. in a modern He context. would be vegan. But through all this, Polly starts breaking down the barriers of this family. Yeah. And he starts getting closer to them. He, um, he tells the mom that her butt is giving him semi- well, we skipped over a bunch of things because there's a square dancing sequence. There's a square dancing. Yeah. Oh, no, that is before because he convinces her to get into yeah. the, the outfit. A tighter yeah. dress. And yeah. All that stuff. And then they go yeah. square dancing. And he's like, You're giving me semi. I think you could show it off. Pardon? <laughs> I hated that so I'm going to start much. saying that whenever I, I'm like, you're no, giving me, you're you better giving me not. semi. <laughs> you better not. Also, semi feels like a very dated term. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like this is definitely the time. In which that that word was used more frequently. Yeah, would you say Would you say like Mac? Today's terminology would be like you're giving me half chub. Well, no, it's you're giving me dump oh. truck. Dump truck. Oh, oh my, no, because I have never heard. Of no this. semi because her ass is a truck. It's a semi truck. Is what he's saying. No, no. It's not a boner reference. It's totally a boner. Is it a boner reference? reference? Yes. I thought it was a boner reference. Oh, I, I was reading it as like we need to talk like about this semi twenty minutes. <laughs> I need to talk it's about like a semi boner. Look up Urban Dictionary. Uh, you're giving me a semi. Oh what? no! You're giving me oh, semi. No. I feel like I'm reliving this scene again. <laughs> you're okay. You were correct. Yeah. There's a song called "You Gave Me a Semi." Also, you assumed it's because his mom's butt was big. Excuse me, Jeff. Well, he's looking at her butt, and he says, "Like you're giving me semi." Jeff, where are you looking at? Urban Dictionary semi. That's... The You're st- kind of giving it a Gen Z twist on it. The state of like- a penis which is not altogether flaccid nor erect. Yes. It will often occur at inopportune, embarrassing oh, times okay, and Jeff. be brought on purposefully by a All cunning... Right, we got it. We got it. <laughs> not quite an erection, but getting there per Urban Dictionary. Yeah. yeah. When I, and yes. the sentence is, when I saw... Uh, no, I'm not going to read that sentence. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so it's a dick joke. But yes, yes. but I feel like you were giving it a, a bit of a Gen Z twist yeah. because there's a phrase out there now that's like, it's giving queen. Yeah, or it's, it's that giving, dumb truck ass. Well, you're saying it's giving semi, yeah. which means it's giving yes. as large of a semi truck. Okay. So I see your modern eyes, ears, taking that in yeah. as you did. A semi would be today's terminology of a half chub. Yeah, okay. I've never heard that phrase and it, it disturbs me greatly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sending the eggplant emoji. Well, the eggplant is full chub. Okay. That's the oh, pick. This is the pickle emoji. No. Oh, it's the pickle out. emoji. Yeah. Okay. No, we're oh, not God. done with this. Let's, figure out. <laughs> Let's keep talking. Let's alienate our audiences even more. But this is funny that this conversation is coming up around this time in the movie, because this is pretty much a turning point where I start to turn on yeah. Polly Shore. Yeah. Or on, on crawl because like I you're start, giving me semi, I, I yeah. think we can get you to fall. Yeah, so, I start to be no longer team shore here. Well, this is when he starts like you know he gets the family out of their conservative ways because he convinces the mom to dress in a tighter dress. And and is that because he thinks they need to loosen up? I don't know. No, it's he was he saying you're hot. giving me a boner, so yeah. I think you need to wear a tighter yeah. dress. Come on. Yes. Come on. And again, this isn't that serious, mm-hmm. but his motives here are not exactly they're not what entirely this movie altruistic. Is trying to say, yeah, yeah. Pauly Shore like accidentally stumbles into altruism in this movie. Yeah, he stumbles into altruism by just being horny as hell. Yeah, and he so he convinces her to dress in a tighter dress. They go to the square dance, and I was I watching this. I was like, I kind of want to go to a square dance. Stuart, have you ever been to a square dance? Sorry, Jeff. I'm sending you emoji examples of full chub, half chub. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Stuart, have you ever been to Yes, a I have dance? been to a square dance. Okay, we should go to a square dance. 
I I have been to a square dance. No, I mean I think a modern Midwest equivalent is definitely a beer garden. It's very. You told me it was called a sock hop. Well, people would call it a sock hop back in the day. But uh, it's I would hop. like to go to a sock. A sock hop. hop is when you don't wear shoes. In square dancing, you wear. Okay, I did not know this. Yeah, yeah you would just I, wear socks. Well, I would like to go to because you s- could dance around and slide around. Okay, this makes sense. This is what my grandparents would call like a, a, a like a snowball dance. Okay, a sock hop. I would like to go to one of these. Is essentially where this all leads to. We're getting into the prime season for square dance. Yeah, Stuart, let's go to a square. Becca, do you want to go to a square dance with me? Uh, well, well, wait a minute. What was this? I, you wanted me to go to a square <laughs> dance with you. Why yeah, are you all of a sudden changing it now? Well, at first I thought she was saying no, and I'm trying one last time to get a her to say yes. A modern context would be there's a tractor pull downtown. Everybody's going to the tractor pull. Afterwards, there's a beer garden in the neighboring park that has. Okay, leeches. define tractor pull. Mm-hmm. I'm so fun. I am so glad you asked that because someone else also asked me about this earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Tractor pull is when it's basically like monster trucks, but you basically have a big pit of mud. I don't know if this is special mud, but mud nonetheless. And then you drive tractors that are towing yeah. heavy things through the mud. And if it makes it out the other side. I don't know. You win. Hell yeah. My kind of entertainment. Yeah. Goes through so like mud is you flying. simply have nothing better to do with your mud time. Mud is flying. And it's tractor pulling. Okay? Yeah. Pulling. You have to be towing something. Yes. No pushing. No. And, oh, well, and no free there might be tractor pushing. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But tractor pulling. And then there's a square dance and a beer garden. It's funny because you, you probably wouldn't call it square dancing. We'll I mean, this is South cop. Dakota. I'm talking about Wisconsin. So like... I'm looking at Chicago oh. Square Dancing right now, and there is a group, but it looks lame. I want it to be an, in a barn. I will say, none as of this. Business. Someone like, who's gone go to, to a square Cornell, dance, Wisconsin. it was it was definitely called a square dance, like the the actual yeah. thing, but it was more like it was an official dance dance, square dance. Oh, so like a it's a dedicated square dance, yeah. Yeah. They got a DJ and everybody who was like known for square dancing. I'm just trying to think of a realistic context in which, like, people would come specifically to do, like, I don't know. I, I just thought the, the scene felt accurate to me. <laughs> I'm not saying it's inaccurate. Right. Go see square, square dance This club, wasn't your Central high school Indiana. prom where they play Cotton Eye Joe and everyone knows the line dance to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted to go to. The, you want, Wait, what? Wait, which one? The one with the Cotton Eye Joe. Do you know the Cotton Eye Joe line dance? No, but I would like to learn. I'll teach it to you. Do you know the Cotton Eye Joe line dance? I might. No. It would take... It's very easy. Yeah. Very, very easy. Yeah. The thing about line dances, though, is they're the same thing for like four measures mm-hmm. so then when you go to the rest of the song like your leg gets really tired because you're yeah. often doing it on one leg yeah 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 that's the cupid shuffle debacle <laughs> do you switch do you not switch how do you distribute uh different weights on your feet so your left ankle doesn't get to yeah these are the questions that have not been answered i'm looking up sop sock hops sock hop is definitely a dated term they don't call it what what is what is something we could go to? You can go to square dance. I would and I would like to. I, I, I would like to go to a barn where there's a bunch of guys in cowboy hats and plaid shirts and they're all doing weird dances. I just don't know. <laughs> Considering that masculinity is under attack this this day and age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not, not going to find Easy back <laughs> A little bit harder At that one. <laughs> oh my gosh We're just not going to find Men dancing in cowboy boots That isn't the different context To what you're talking mm-hmm. about <laughs> We're talking drag bars Yeah 
I'm sure there are definitely drag bar square dances. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I mean, yes. What's your definition of square? Like, does, is the drag or no drag? I really a, like a, how a we're beating this. Yeah. Th this dead horse, but. Yeah, we're, we're like, this know. horse is so dead right now. Right. So is the orange wig. The, this horse is as dead as Queen Elizabeth II. Um, oh. Wow. Um, yeah, wow. this would be the first episode that comes yeah. out where post. Yeah, post. Post the, Elizabethan post age. We're now in the Charlesian age. It's that's not what you'd call it, right? Well, it's the, the Elizabethan. What would you call it? The Charles, the age of Charles, the Charlesian age. Charles, I don't know. Charlian age? No. Charian? No. Chain. Anyway, the Chain Age. Polly Shore. Yeah, Polly Shore. But great King of England. Yeah, great King of England, Polly Shore. Right. Um, oh, no. <laughs> he gets up in the square dance and he starts singing. There's a lot of secondhand embarrassment. He does. Sing, he sings along to "Glad I'm a Country Boy" by John Denver, and he gets the and he gets this square dance Life dancing in a circle. He's got some dancing. Becca, you listen to that song a lot growing up mm -hmm. in the country. Mm -hmm. He smooths out the edges. This is literally your. He's, oh, that's what he's he does. Like, he smooths out the edges. Well, he even says, "I don't care if this is even circle dancing." Yeah, he makes that joke. Yes. Because he's breaking down barriers in this small town. It's almost like this movie is kind of good. Pretty good. Kinda. Well, yes, maybe. Um, <laughs> but he gets them so horny that the mom and the dad go home, and the dad pushes the beds together, and they sleep to and they sleep together seemingly for the first time since they had kids. It's funny because we don't. I don't think we m notice that their beds are separate. In yeah, that's the first time we see that the beds are separate. Which honestly kind of had me cackling. Yeah, when the dad pushes them together and then they sleep together and they come downstairs very frisky the next day. Well, yeah, they're like, "Oh, you guys, we can hear you guys." And, like they just say it yeah, outright. They like, say, "Yeah, mom and dad, we heard you bone in the next room over." Yeah. And mom and dad are like, well, well, what can you say? And then that's when they he goes off to go fishing, right? Are we already yeah. at that point? Yeah, I think they so. go they go fishing. Yeah, the dad, the kid. grandfather, and Polly Shore. Because the dad asks Zach, and Zach's too busy playing his Nintendo. Yeah. not even a Switch. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the old Game Boy. Yeah, which I still have. Still have my Game Boy Advance SP. Mm -hmm. It's good. Uh, but he's a little let down, and so he's like, and the mom's like, why don't you take Polly with you? Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, I don't know about that. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, dude, I'd totally go fishing. I majored in that for eight semesters or whatever the hell. Yeah. Eventually he goes, so it's, yeah, the grandpa, the dad. And we get a little bit of dad-grandpa lore. Mm. With they're like, oh, like, you never want to do what I say anymore. Like, you don't listen to anything, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And Polly Shore's like not fly fishing the right way. Yeah. He eventually tosses the whole rod in. <laughs> he costs this dad a lot of money on this he trip. Does. Like, I'm going to pay you back, dude. Doing what? Farming. <laughs> so. Grandpa through this whole movie like comes off and on on oh, the vibe check. vibe check. Yeah. Because when she first comes home and she's dressed, you know, he wasn't at the airport. They always leave Grandpa home. Why do they yeah. leave Grandpa home all the time? Anyway, she shows up, and he just goes, you look nice, darling, or whatever. I'm like, okay, he's passing the vibe check. Or maybe he's just like blissfully unaware of what's going on. Grandpa has no problems with how, what, the, what the girls do. He has all problems with what the guys do. Guys yeah. need to be masculine and tough. Yeah. Right. Um, but then the dad, like, eventually, the grand, as they're, like, talking, the grandfather, like, bends over and is, like, having a heart, heart attack. attack. And 
Polly gets him out of it by attempting CPR. And he just freaks him out. Yeah, and the dad gets so freaked out that he doesn't have a heart attack. Yeah. Which is how that works. The 90s. Yeah. You can cure heart attacks yeah. by attempting CPR. Jeff, that's what I'll do with you, man. If you ever get a heart attack, I'm not going to do CPR. I'm going to pretend I'm about to do CPR. Yeah, that'll really wake To fake you out of it. Yeah, aren't that's I how so, it's going to work. Aren't I so noble? And so, basically after this, this basically brings us to the climax. Which is the bachelor party, right? Yes. Oh. Because um, the ex-boyfriend. Yeah, the ex-boyfriend Travis. Travis throws the bachelor party for Polly, or for Crawl. Which, if you're watching this, thinking like, "Why is the boyfriend throwing on the yeah. bachelor party?" Because he roofies his drink. Yeah. And he also roofies the drink of Tracy's. Tracy, who is um, Becca's friend. This feels like 4D chess. Yeah, there's a lot of 4D chess going because on. Because he, he, he or she, Travis could have caught Polly, you know, Polly, Kroll. Like, if the whole idea is like, oh, he's supposed to, she's supposed to become, like, Becca's supposed to become jealous because Kroll ends up in bed or what have you with Tracy. She already, like, is dancing on all these guys or whatever. They could have just ended it there. They're like, nope, I still got to roofie this girl. Yeah. Right. After all, we're in a barn. Yeah. Like, not take a photo of her dancing on him with yeah. just a bra on. It's like, that's Right. That no, we still got to drug this woman because yeah. she's the only woman in the bar. And she's the only woman, other woman besides Becca and in the, the mom movie. in this movie. Pretty much. Because yeah. they, they drug Paul, they drug Crawl and, and uh, Tracy. Mm-hmm. They and get then they carried into a barn a barn the barn at the house which we don't see this right away we come to find about out about this later and they take some of their clothes off and make it look like they've been sleeping together in Um, the barn a felony and the next day theo comes in is like but this that is a felony right yes okay there's multiple felonies (laughs) right theo comes in and becca's like i don't know where crawl went he's like probably still in the barn (laughs) <laughs> and so she goes out and she finds them together and she calls off the wedding like the wedding's off yeah she's like i can't believe you actually cheated on me he's like we were never actually engaged i don't think i actually did cheat on you yeah, yeah rebecca gets oddly defensive yeah because the the whole thing could be like okay so they try to make it look like i slept with tracy but the joke is we're not even engaged therefore yeah. not in love so this she shouldn't be bothered by yeah. this but then they're like nope becca's still like bothered by this 5d going on at this point i don't understand yeah so then tracy's also like distraught about this cuz yeah. she doesn't know anything as she, as any woman would who's been drugged and woke yeah. up with She's less clothes on yeah. uh and so but then she finds the pills in her car yeah uh, meets up with Crawl, who's like hitchhiking home, yeah. basically. And together they drive like, back to the get house. in. Like we've been bamboozled. Yeah, <laughs> and they get back to the house where it's the family, Becca, and the ex boyfriend. Yeah, and the ex boyfriend pulls his fucking shtick again. He's like, like, as you all know, Becca and I are very much in love, <laughs> and by the time you finish this recording, the cycles will have ended my race. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, he proposes again. Because that's how he delivers all of his lines. But then Crawl and Tracy run in. Like, stop! I object! <laughs> well, I I have to mention, I like I like Crawl's sign on the hallway, highway. Well, yeah. Doesn't it just say Hollywood, please? Yeah, yeah. Hollywood. I think it says Hollywood, please. Or Hollywood, something. please. Yeah. Legend has it that Polly Shore is still, still on the road <laughs> holding a sign. South Dakota. <laughs> says yeah. Hollywood, Trying please. To but they, they expose the truth. Travis and Theo leave. Theo gets fired. 
Because there oh, should we, be police. We, we missed that because Theo was a part of the yeah, scheme. Yeah, Theo was a part of the scheme. He carried them from the bar into... Well, he also roofied the first beer that they gave Polly. Yeah. Yes. Because he was like the bartender, I guess. The bartender! <laughs> 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 Um, anyway, it's a trigger phrase. Yeah, a, I guess uh, it is. And so the um, <laughs> you guys did not miss a beat. <laughs> so the um, it all it all gets happy, and then Crawl and Becca decide to actually get engaged. But they said they're going to push the wedding a little bit. They're going to hold off. Yeah, but they actually fall in love. That's my biggest criticism with this movie. Is that actually... it? Their their romance actually never feels real. No. It never feels like they're actually falling in love. It feels much more natural as like platonic friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I get all confused. Like, why Rebecca's even offended that yeah. this potential hookup even happened? Like, the the their romance, like the movie's clearly suggesting it, but it never does the work to make this relationship feel no, real. No, Polly no. Shore doesn't do the work. Yeah, Polly's just there to goof off. Yeah, and Rebecca and have a good time. Or Carla is doing all of the work to make it work, and it just doesn't mm. because it's a one sided yeah. attempt. Becca's mad jealous of other Becca. In this movie, she's like, "This is this was my Polly Shore phase, and she's stealing it from me." <laughs> um, my thoughts on this, but they all get together and they all eat Thanksgiving dinner together. And the dad says, "Time to munch on some grindage." Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then it, the movie ends. They take a group photo. Yeah. And they take a group photo. It's very sweet. And he is now the son-in-law. Every time. I think it ends with John Denver again. It does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so this movie comes out moderate hit no pretty shit. big hit eight million dollar budget makes 37 million oh dope hmm. um does not get good reviews um it this guy this one reviewer from la totally misses the point of this movie he gets <laughs> May also be me <laughs> he gets very mad because he's like Son-in-law suggests that somebody like Crawl will be weird as a lunar being to mid to Midwesterners. That isn't so. Because of TV and movies, LA subculture is the one everyone knows about. He says because LA is so prevalent in culture, these people wouldn't be shocked when he shows up. Um, no, he's still pretty shocking. Yeah, it's like he would yeah. still be pretty shocking to LA culture, but not Polly Shore culture. Yeah. Well, and even if it was just basic LA culture, even if they're aware of it, they'd still be shocked if he came home with their daughter. Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. this dude definitely missed the point because the whole point of it is that Polly Shore's character is so out of, out of pocket yeah. for these Midwesterners. But I do have some tragic news for you, Becca. Uh-oh. Uh, when they promoted this movie, MTV ran a contest to marry Polly Shore in Las Vegas. Did it work? Um, <laughs> there was a contest for who gets to marry Polly Shore um, and, and have him become the son-in-law. Uh, a girl named Tanya Sinodi of Salisbury, Massachusetts won. And they had, in fact, a wedding ceremony in Las Vegas on July 2nd, 1993. Whoa. But they did not sign a wedding certificate. It was just like a show wedding. Yeah. Talk about... But they did. this girl did have a full wedding ceremony with Pauly Shore. Oh, my God. And you can, too, for the price of five ninety nine with taxes. <laughs> on Cameo. <laughs> yep. What so, if he offered that? A wedding ceremony. That is that is actually a very big publicity so look, here's a picture for this movie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here's the... The wedding photo. She's my enemy number couple. one. Jeff, the happy there's, couple. There's a whole. Jeff, move, move the Wikipedia. Oh, it's a whole. Oh my god. He looks like Richard Simmons in that photo. He does. He looks very. Ha she looks very happy to be marrying Polly Shore in this moment. Yes, she does. See, I would not want to be in a relationship with Polly Shore. <laughs> 
because I didn't have a Pauly Shore phase, okay? Like, I, I'm even telling you, you I really, did not really, really like this movie. Oh my God, there's a whole f- series of these photos. <gasps> More from this event. Oh my, oh my God, and they're kissing. Wait, how old is this this girl? Oh no. Um, I could not tell you. Because Pauly Shore would probably have been I mean, she's drink, she's drinking 26? champagne. Okay. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, I get... I can buy these photos for $500. Oh my God. What? Why would Ge- you want? On Getty Images. Oh my God. I, I, that is a stellar publicity stunt, especially given it's like tongue in cheek for the plot of the movie, but it is really creepy out of context that a studio set up a pseudo marriage with a, with a Hollywood star. Yeah. I mean, hey, it worked. It made money. <laughs> the movie true. made money. That's a, it's a good. I just think that definitely would not happen. That's a fun scheme. Wow! Uh, wow! Damn. All right. Interesting. Yeah. That's how. That's how this movie was marketed. I uh, I wouldn't watch this movie again, but I didn't completely hate myself yeah, after it was, watching it. It was like a moderately enjoyable experience. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad, even if like it didn't have much for Fraser because he's only in one shot. Right. You know, it does do something for him. And that, like, it does, it's an establishment of, like, hey, you like this guy. You cheered for him when he came back. You want more of this guy. Yeah. 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 So, in some way, it's it's doing that for him. Is this his yeah. last Pauly Shore? No, he does one more. We will have to cover In the Army now in a little bit, oh. um, which is Brandon Fraser's last Pauly Shore collaboration. I love They movie. never got back together. You love that movie? I do love that movie. But I also said that about Son in Law, and I'm... I'm now on my most recent viewing, don't like it as much. I think Encino Man is a better movie. Where's Polly Shore's The Whale? <laughs> where's, <laughs> where's that for Polly Shore? It was called... Um, Polly Shore's Polly Dead. Shore is dead. Yeah, Polly Shore is dead. Oh, my God. No, Stuart, soon we will be talking about our final Polly Shore movie um, in the army now. But before... And then he will be dead. Yes, he will be and dead. And then God will be dead. And But before we talk about that... Make sure you folks tune in next week for our episode on With Honors. Mm. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. What? Well, keep what, going. What were we going to say? Keep going. What are we, we going to say anything? Orange wig? Aren't, aren't, <laughs> get out of here. Make sure to tune in episode, uh, next week on our episode With Honors. Um, with it'll honors. be a fun one. We'll hopefully have a fun guest on that. Um, but Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just just in case it doesn't happen. <laughs> no, um, I'm just doing that to piss you off. <laughs> no. um, but please remember to rate, review, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening on. As a reminder, we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Stuart, what are you doing? Um, you can pop to our Reddit r slash Travolting. You can find us on Twitter. Or oh, Instagram. Patrick Dempsey's in that movie. Find us on Twitter or Instagram <laughs> at Travolting Pod. And Joe Pesci? Travolting podcast at no, gmail.com. Yeah. Patrick Dempsey does not look like himself. In that. No, he really um, doesn't. You, you can, can find me on Twitter intro. at Jeff W. Oh, Sweeney. Um, you, find, you can't find Stuart online. He, the, he deleted his entire internet presence because he was so ashamed of this, this show. And yeah. you can watch um, me on being... Um, I was about to do a joke in that. I said you could find me on Cameo for Polly Shore. Yeah, you can find me on Cameo and Polly Shore's Cameo. <laughs> In his DMs. In his DMs. Text messaging him every day. <laughs> um, yeah, and special thanks, as always, to Rebecca Johnson for our graphic design. We love I gotta this. tell you, we'll have Fraser's Edge is a lot more fun. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Than Travolting. Oh, yeah. Um, the core show. Travolting. 
Um, and Michael Van Bodegum Smith for our theme music. It's just giving me like, <laughs> <laughs> what is this episode? What is the energy we have right now? Um, anyway, make sure to tune next week for with honors. All right, we stopped recording. Oh, did you? No, we're, are we still recording? <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Did you stop now? No. Well, t- next week with honors. <laughs> Listen to it. Oh my god, cut the recording off. <laughs>